Oh, there we go. I can see now. There we well, go. Luckily, I hadn't hit record now. because of some of the language that you've just used was just inappropriate for this show. That Stephen. was kind of private show language, wasn't it? Yes, it was. Private show conversation as well. It's funny because the private show started as being the, the idea that the stuff we talk about would be... But we still... There's still stuff we talk about which we would never publish. <laughs> yeah, that's the private, private, super private. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't... There's not enough trust in my world. How, w- how would you feel if I said to you yeah. that I had recorded all those conversations? I'd be pretty comfortable. And, because, and, I, mate, this... <laughs> and I've got all of them secretly recorded, all the things that you've said and I've said. and I'd be pretty comfortable because the things that you say... Uh, oh, just as incriminating yeah. as the things that I say. <laughs> really? So, buddy, if I'm going down, yeah, we'll bring you down with you. me. <laughs> Fair call, mate. Fair I've, said call, that, yeah. I've said that to people before. I said, yeah. listen, mate, bring it on. Bring What's me down. Saying? Don't, but, don't pull a gun unless you're willing to use it. Is yeah. That it? yeah. Uh, you know, if the ship's going down, if I'm yeah. going down, the ship's coming down with me. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. You know, uh, yeah, I mean, that's... Yeah, we, we have a level of trust um, that is inherent and Well, let's just say that you know things about me and I know things about you and uh, we'll just leave it at that, shall we? <laughs> <laughs> things that you've said, things that I've said, things that you've done, things that I've done. Well, Stephen, there's one problem with that. Yeah. You remember, I don't. <laughs> yeah, I have got a good memory. I've got a rubbish memory. Like, I, I'll tell you, here's, here's the funny thing in terms of the, the accuracy of the memory that I have. I remember um, very well, uh, uh, we went to lunch or dinner, me, you and Stig, somewhere in the world. I'm going to say Germany, but I could be Berlin. wrong. It was Berlin. Okay, so it was Berlin. Be and we had, yeah. we had the best l- lunch. Schnitzel, schnitzels, big schnitzel meal. And you told some cracking stories. <laughs> yeah. But here's the great thing. Yeah. I don't remember them. Yeah, I remember. <laughs> I just remember the great remember stories. the quality of the stories. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I, I know the, the topic area. Yeah. But I don't remember the stories. Like, okay. under I'll oath. You, I'll tell you again one day then. That's the great <laughs> thing about your ability to tell a story twice or three times. Yeah. I'm happy to hear it because yeah. I don't remember you it. It's like hearing it for the first time again. <laughs> hey, you're a great audience. The best stories I've, I've already been told. <laughs> Do you reckon yeah. we'll get to a point where we're, like, really old? I mean, not, not as old as you, but even older. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, hang on. Reckon, two, two minutes forty seconds in. That's good, mate. Do you reckon? Um, you reckon like okay, so you're eighty, I'm seventy, and oh, <laughs> ten years older than you, idiot. Near enough. Uh, and yeah. and and we go. You know what? Let's just unload. Instead of writing our memoirs or a book which no yeah. one would read, but we've still got like Rigby's a hundred by then. You know, Jolly and all our all our listeners are you know old as yeah. well. But we Big go. You know what? Yeah. We're just going to yeah. unload. Here it is, yeah. folks. Do you remember yeah, back unspeal, in 2010? the documents. It's like the government, you know, there's a 99-year <laughs> limitation of uh, statute of limitations. We just lift it's it. Like, what's the worst that could happen? Yeah. Like they take our superannuation? Nah, they'll never Who get cares? that off me, mate. You're lucky. So, no, mate, I'm a wog, mate. They wouldn't get my superannuation. <laughs> um, it's, it's all cash, mate. <laughs> <laughs> That's the enticement to stay subscribed across every device, uh, even when they're, they're implants. If there's an implant yeah. in 20 years that you have to yeah, choose imagine, up yeah. to 10 subscriptions only, yeah. trust me, you want to you choose just, this one. You just tug on your earlobe to change the channels and tug on the other earlobe to do it to, to go back again. And yeah. How often do you get asked that? Like, what's your vision of the five to 10 year plan here? Yeah, often. But uh, I just think when it comes to surgical in, uh, 
procedures, I, don't, I think that's you're going to draw the line. I don't think it's going to be any kind of implants in our bodies. And maybe, I mean, the closest we might come is there might be like a like a barcode or something that we can. That's our identity or something like. That. Although your fingerprints your identity anyway, or some something to let you, you know, prove who you are without having to show a passport or something like that. But see, I pretty much only ever go as far as. My view is that the phone we carry today will become redundant and that yeah. the watch that we wear on our wrist will become the the, the modem, okay? The, the, the way yeah. the internet comes to us and yeah. then whether we're choosing to carry a tablet or there's another band that wraps around and unfolds as a phone that we can see a bigger screen because we will wear, we will get to the point where we look like idiots wearing earpieces all the time because... Yeah. That's the way we hear, you know, our voice assistants talking to us. But that's all connected via the watch in terms of connected to the outside world. And our choice of screen will be simply because we're near the computer, that's where the information displays. If we're yeah. nearer to another screen, that's where the information displays. But I th- it'll it'll even be, I think, uh, like a device that even could have uh, not not quite like a hologram, but something that it's there when you need it. Like it might be a tiny little little like a rod that fits in your pocket, but you pull it apart. It's go, go, gadget screen. Suddenly it's a 10-inch screen, you know, then you can roll it up again and put it in your pocket and, yeah. Is this show called Two Blokes Talking Rubbish? Two Blokes Talking Tech, actually. All right, well, let's do that. Welcome to Two Blokes Talking Tech. Not a bad price. With Trevor Long from EFTM.com. Really handy device. And Stephen Fennec from techguide.com.au. Thanks to the good people at Netgear and Arlo. Episode 505 of Two Blokes Talking Tech. And we'll tell you more about Netgear and Arlo shortly. If you're looking for home or small business network, Netgear's got you covered. And for all your home security needs, Arlo's got you covered. Stephen Fennec, g'day. Welcome. Great to have your company. Great to be here, Trev. A big week in tech this week, isn't it? They're yeah, all massive. big weeks. This week particularly big as well. Yeah, it, it, it's um, it's a big one. But we, um, for full disclosure, it's going to be a massive week in your podcast feed because we're not going to talk iPhones uh, today. We're going to leave that for an all iPhone uh, segment on Friday. We're going to do a special edition podcast thanks to Telstra, um, as we did last year, outlining our thoughts on the iPhones, um, the things we've learned, the things we know, um, the plans available, the market out there, everything we, we can cover with iPhone. So there'll be a full Apple iPhone edition of the show, thanks to Telstra, uh, coming at the end of the week, which is why we've kind of brought this a day forward. But of course, there'll still be the best movies you've never seen on Friday lunchtime and the private feed next Monday. So a busy week, Stephen. Yes, a lot um, of talking from the two blokes this week. Well, if there's one thing we do well, yeah, it's gibbering. <laughs> so if we can do that more often, so yep. be it. But Absolutely. one of the stories, and I knew you wrote about this this week as well. I um I was fascinated by the Telsite research that was done into streaming. Now this is a regular bit of research they do. Telsite, um, Foad and his team there do great research because it's not just we surveyed a thousand people, although they do survey thousands of people, but they also have insights from the industry. So they talk to industry people. They they have either insiders or they, they interview CEOs. You know, they, the CEOs might not give away their subscriber numbers. They certainly might, you know, essentially hint towards trends and different things. Now, when you look at the Australian market, I there's two bits of statistical data which I shared all week this week on the radio, which blew my mind. Over three quarters, 78%, in fact, of Australian households had a subscription to at least one entertainment sub- service. Yep. Now, that could be music or, or, or movies or gaming or pay TV. 
But let's just let's just focus here. It's going to be move, move, music or or game or uh, movies, you know, Netflix yep. and the like. But that that you know that's a big number, massive. But of that seventy eight percent, the average was four point three. Yeah. 4.3 services per household. And, that, and that's the average. The average for 78% of homes. Yeah. That's remarkable. Yeah, yeah. Well, you talk, So that's an average. You know, you've got you've got Spotify, Netflix, Stan, Disney Plus, and something else. Yeah. I think they're including, what, pay TV in there and all these other services. Gaming as well. So if you've got Apple Arcade, that's in there. Yes, yeah. Um, gaming. Gaming, they, they, we'll talk a bit later about that, but gaming is kind of the one – that's going to be growth. the real rocket that's going to have some, yeah. some pretty solid growth in the near future. But yeah, uh, it, so the total number of subscriptions to the end of June this year was forty-two million, up from thirty-seven million a year ago. That's a doing very time. well. Having a COVID pandemic helps really get people to uh, to cocoon a little bit more and adopt these extra extra services. That that's kind of what was the catalyst here is where. Yeah, you can't just go off to the movies and watch a, a new yeah. movie because they, they were shut because of the pandemic. And so what we found that the studios thought, well, okay, we've got all these streaming services. We can do an express express release of these films. And that is what I think drove up the subscription. That and the fact that people weren't spending money for to commute. They weren't spending money buying lunch in the city when they go to work. They weren't spending yeah. money on travel. So they suddenly had all this disposable income, and they thought, "Well, hell, let's get more subscription services." And I think um, it's also fascinating, and we should be very clear: the numbers I'm about to tell you are, you know, uh, guesstimate estimates from Telsite. They're not uh, raw numbers, although the Ko number is real. Ko have 1.1 million subscribers, over a million of which are paying every month. Right? That's yep. huge revenue. Big. Yeah. Stan by Telsite estimates has is is the third, the fourth biggest at 2.4 million subscribers. Disney third, 2.6 million. Amazon, to my surprise, yes. second with two point nine million. Number two with a bullet, I was said here. So that they, yeah. they really have, and you know what, they have done a great job with consistently releasing movies that you want to watch. You know, like Coming yeah. to America Two, and um, what was that movie with um, the dude out of Game of Thrones? Oh, we care a lot, and there's and all plus, these there's a bunch great of movies. shows. They've also got more yeah. shows now too. What's yes. that? Um, the Strangers one with uh, Melissa McCarthy and Nicole Kidman yeah. isn't that on Amazon Prime? And um, also, yeah, that's right. Nine Perfect Strangers, that's it. and there's there's also um, all, all the what was the other series? All, older series. Have you have you seen that series Fleabag? Yeah. That's a comedy series, British comedy series. That's really cool as well. They had uh, I think another movie, Greenland. Remember with Gerard Butler? Yeah. So two point nine million subs yeah. for Amazon Prime. It's it's still just less than half what they estimate Netflix has at six. Yeah. Million Netflix is households. still, without a doubt, the king of streaming services and, no, and I've, spending and big money too for on productions. Like, They've become a massive studio, haven't they? Mike Sneesby, when he was head of Stan, would always say to me, mate, then, I mean, yes, they're our competition, but a rising tide lifts all boats. So, yeah, great. You know, the more the merrier. If people realise how good it is and how easy it is, then it's good for everyone. But the Amazon number, do you think there's a, you know, because remember, these are surveys, you know, you click in the, uh, you know, boxes on a survey. Do you think people are clicking Amazon Prime because they've got the shopping subscription and they're not really yes. using the video? Like, how does I that think, weigh up? Yeah, a couple of reasons, I reckon. One, yes, I think, the first of all, the cost, which is it's one of the cheapest, isn't it? So what is it, like seven six bucks a bucks, month? Yeah, $6.99. $6. So for that, you get a streaming service and free shipping and all, all the stuff that goes with it on Amazon. 
of course you're going to pay that. Yeah. That's why they're in number two. Disney Plus, I think, is really solid appeals to people of all ages. you got to remember that they've got Marvel, It's remarkably Wars, good content. National Geographic. Like, they, bought, they own Fox now as well. So all the Fox properties on there as well. Every Star. Simpsons episode. So they're, they're, they've really consolidated and they've got an amazing pipeline of shows. If you're a Star Wars fan and you don't have Disney Plus, you're not really a Star Wars fan because there's some, some amazing Star Wars content coming. The Mandalorian was a huge. I think that 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 alone, I think, brought a few a lot of people to the platform as well. So they're they're doing pretty good. And Stan's hanging in there too. Two point four. Two point four. Really cool. Huge. They've got some great original stuff too. Yeah. Some of our favourite series are on there, like Billions, Billions Yellowstone. Yeah. Oh my God, what really? an end to the year we have. I coming. reckon my tip is in a year, Stan and Disney Plus are going to be neck and neck. Stan's yeah. really going to come up again in the in the next twelve months. Why do you think that is? I mean, their push towards sport is helping. Um, that, I've seen other is. data that suggests some some good numbers from Stan Sport. Yeah, I just think um, it's their, their content, they're, they've really made some good choices. There's some good original movies on there, some great series that, that, have, that have got huge fan bases. And I think they're just really smart like that. The sport, again, and I think, didn't they have, they got the rugby, didn't they have Wimbledon on there as well? Yep, so and, watch Wimbledon. Uh, and they've got other tennis coming now as well. Yeah. But you mentioned game. I mentioned gaming earlier, and you said we talk about it. We have to. I mean, Aussie yeah. gamers are spending on average thirty dollars a month on gaming. What do you? What is that? Like uh, Apple Arcade, yeah. I could think of. But well, you know else? how they say, you know, when something's the Netflix of the yeah. Netflix of something, then I think gaming is a natural fit for that. Like Apple Arcade is sort of like that as well. And the other thing too that that I think is going to be, and they touched on that in this in this survey, is the, I think the sort of the. The streaming service, the cloud gaming, I reckon, is going to be a big one too. Where you don't need Mate, the when device. Xbox yeah. la- launches, Xbox Cloud launches in the next few months, it's going to be massive. You can just be on your iPhone, on your iPad, on any device, and just go, "Yeah, I just want to play the Xbox," and you don't need a console. <laughs> yeah, well, I think that that's key, mate. If it's, everything's hosted up in the cloud, that sort of the the barrier to entry is removed. So no, like look at look how many people are waiting for a PlayStation Five right now. They can't play because it's they ridiculous. don't have the console. So imagine then where there's a situation where you know what you don't need the console. The cloud does all the work. You just need a controller in your hand and a subscription, and you mm. and you're good. Yeah, that's massive. I think that that's going to see what well, what are their figures they found that with game related subscriptions was up thirteen percent from six point two million last year, which is already healthy. Yeah, but the total game-related subscriptions could more than double by 2025 to 16 million, which yeah, yeah that, that that is they are healthy numbers. Um, and then there's music, Spotify, uh, YouTube Premium, Apple Music, and Apple Music. They say more than half of their subscriptions um, are now paid. So you know the yeah. the trial periods because you get you can get that thrown in and stuff like that. It's um, you know, it's it's a big part of this. It's actually a big chunk of the, the overall pie. Yeah, we should also mention that uh, other other subscriptions aren't necessarily even for entertainment. We're talking fitness subscriptions like Apple Fitness Plus and all these other services. News, Peloton, you know, all, all these, uh, all these what Nordic Track and all these different services where you pay a monthly fee to access the workouts, access the information. So that that's another thing as well as uh, they're mentioning deliveries and, and uh, education 
So you, you can subscribe to do courses like yeah. a masterclass is a good subscription service. If you want to uh, learn from Aaron Sorkin about script writing or James Cameron about directing Martin Scorsese, that's another subscription service you can get into. How much money be that in, in that for them? Oh, massive. They've yeah. got James Cameron. I, I remember I subscribed to it on the strength of Aaron Sorkin doing a course and it was amazing his course on screenwriting. You and did stuff. it. You did yeah. the course. I did it. Yeah, absolutely. I just wanted to hear him talking about it. It was incredible. And now James Cameron is doing a course on directing and filmmaking. Martin Scorsese's on there. So it's, geez, that they, I, I remember did another course, Dan Brown, you know, the author of the Da Vinci yeah. Code did a course on, 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 on writing. So I, I did well, all I guess when you I include those things, you include news and fitness, the 4.3 yeah. starts to make sense as an average for the households, doesn't it? Absolutely, yeah. Because, yeah, yeah right. you're right. It's news. You've got even, you know, there's those subscriptions where you can read as many magazines online. Readly. And there's also the, like a, like a Kindle type, so the Kindle Unlimited. Hey, we didn't even mention that. Audible. There you go. Audio books as well. Absolutely. And they've just, they've got a new feature too, where there's all this whole extra library of stuff you can access with your monthly fee as well. That was recently announced also. And I'm a fan of audio books too. I've, uh, I love listening to audio books, although I haven't been driving very far, though. I normally yeah. listen to books. You're struggling now because that's your yeah. driving. I'd finish a book, just one drive to your place. That's a whole book I could re- I could listen to. All right, mate. Coming all the way out to your place. Well, the Old Testament or the New? <laughs> mate, it'd be the Old Testament. It's longer. <laughs> but, yeah. No, it's fascinating data. Um, and I, I think now that you hear us talk about what's included in it, you're probably – not an agree that 4.3 is probably a, a, an absolute yeah. average, but you're actually kind of asking yourself now, how do you get the other 22% to get involved? <laughs> what are they doing? Yeah, well, I mean, I think I'm, I'm, I'm easily 4.3. What would you? Well, I'm, I'm five or six, I reckon. Well, yeah, no, I mean, Netflix, Disney Plus, Stan, Amazon Prime, Spotify, Tidal, and Apple Music. Yeah, I'm up three nine, of out of nine. I'm nine. Seven, yeah. I'd easily have seven or eight. Both, obviously, both doing very well for nine subscription services. Eh? Yeah, I'm going to cancel a few. <laughs> but that, that's that's I the that's the beauty department. of it. You can you can you can come and go as you please, as they say. And again, that's the problem is people don't realise well, they they re- they know they're not on contract, but they they don't turn off the ones they're not using. Yeah. Well, I think there was no not real mention of uh, not a lot of reference to pricing, but I think in general. I think there was there was a reference to Fox and how their base has shrunk a little bit. Yeah. But you know, only by a couple of percent. So I think cost is another consideration for not not just what you're getting for your money, but just how much it costs. Yeah. And you so, notice well, Netflix, the most popular service, is probably also the most expensive. That's true. So that that says a lot about the quality of the service and just how that like they've become a major studio. They 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 commission films that they pay actors tens of millions of dollars to go make movies for the platform now like adam sandler i don't think he makes movies for anyone else now but netflix uh, netflix's yeah. pivot from platform or distribution to creation is probably one of the yeah. most genius moves in technology now, mate you if if you've got i reckon of the the, the four point three figure and that's seventy eight percent of Australians that have a service, I'd say nearly all of them, one of those services would be Netflix. It's it's yeah. kind of the, the the jumping off point for people. That that's the that's the the water cooler platform where the shows that you talk about the next day are on there. 
It's it's kind of like all the others need to accept that and just go, like KO needs to just say, listen, we've actually obtained a million customers. That's pretty good. To get the next million, we just need to get on billboards and say, KO, it's Netflix for sport. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it, that's, yeah. it like needs to, it needs but to be marketed that way. What, what KO also needs, and you think about every TV you buy, Netflix is already on it. Oh, it's yeah. on the remote. Yeah. You know, Stan is starting to get that way too. Amazon Prime is that. I reckon that's another reason why Amazon Prime's kicked up the list is that every remote has got Amazon Prime on it. It's shortcut. Yeah. So KO, I think, well, is it Hisense has a KO? I've got KO, yeah. Yeah. And other platforms, though, don't have it, do they? Like Samsung and LG don't have KO, do they? No, and I get, and they don't have Stan either because it's, yeah. it's global, right? The problem is they're global platforms. Yeah. These are local providers. Hisense has Stan, though. Hisense has got Yeah, because they've got the Aussie, yeah. like, they bring in LG's a specific got it. Got it. LG's got it. And, and Samsung it's TV's got it. Not a button. Uh, not a button. Okay, the service on there. I understand what you mean. Yeah, yeah. So Stan doesn't have the button. Hisense has a Stan button. And people need to appreciate, because I get this question a lot, but <clears throat> it costs money to build the app. Yeah. And not two grand, like 200 grand. Yeah. And so someone has to make that investment. Is it KO or is it LG? And and if it is KO, then, they've got, deal, to, eh? then yeah. they've got to prioritize. You know, where yeah. do we put that in our roadmap? You know, it's 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 just a priorities thing. Is KO not on Samsung? They're not on there? Oh, no, they're everywhere. My KO's, KO's on everything. I, I can't think of anything where you can't get KO. And, and, and on, you know, I know, you know LG. Yeah. LG don't have KO. Yeah, no, I know. I ha- not. I haven't seen it. But Ko's on Samsung, though, isn't it? They're on Samsung. They're on Hisense. Yeah, um, they're on TV. Chromecast, Apple TV. Chrome, yeah, Chrome, uh, Apple TV. You know how many people ask that question? I can't get certain apps. Is that why you reckon the some people buy the Google Google powered TVs? So they got a Play Store, they can just download whatever they want. Mate, I recommend the Sony Google TVs over yeah. any other nearly every day. But don't Kogan make an Android TV? Echo, remember the, the big W brand? Yeah, but there's a big difference between a Google TV and an Android TV now. You've really got to push yourself towards a Google TV because you get yeah. the best interface. Yeah, right. So I, I, I would always prefer yeah. that. But then I get this. That's a fact. The, the Foxtel that? app for Foxtel now is on yeah. Android TV, but not Google TV. Work that uh-huh. out. Yeah, Foxtel's on, on my LG TV and the Samsung TV. Yeah, did I? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right, details about the streaming data from Telsite available for you to read at techguide.com.au and eftm.com. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech. I, I know you like to complain, Trev. I know that. Do you're, I? You're, what? You're, you're a, you're, you'd like to sort of express yourself when you're not happy. That, that's that's the definition of a complaint. Yep, that's no, spot on. Um, that's me. Yep. But the, <laughs> uh, the complaints, though, to the telecommunications industry ombudsman would you believe have decreased by 6.1% this year, so in the last 12 months, Yeah. but they're actually also at a five-year low. Now, considering what we've been through, the pandemic, where we're relying on telecommunication services more than ever, yep. don't you find that extraordinary that the complaints are at a five-year low after this time? I think the the primary reason for this was about four or five years ago, the telcos and the NBN got together and went, how do we fix this? Because the the thing I say to people, whenever you're, they ring on the radio, Steve, you get this, and they've got this problem, you say, listen, what you do is you ring back and you say, can I speak to a manager? And they say, no. You say, fine. Um, can I have a case number? I'm going to ring the telecommunications industry ombudsman. And at that point, you will trigger yourself up the chain because if you do ring the TIO, the cost of dealing with your complaint 
is borne by the telco you're complaining about. Yeah. So the less complaints there are, the less the telcos pay the TIO. It's not a fine. Right. It's just a cost. It's the it's cost, cost of doing business. Yeah, yeah. Right. yeah, yeah. So it's in the telco's interest. It, the MBN complaints were high, not because it sucked, but because they had they struggled with connecting people. They struggled yeah. with, with the telco and, and the MBN passing the buck about who was at fault. They struggled with accepting lead times and all this kind of stuff. And I think, you know, I, I Optus have, I remember seeing something from Optus recently where they, you know, customer service is what we do. It's, it's we have to get this right. And that's yeah. the mentality has to be that. But it's funny you mentioned that because it's not the most of the complaints across all the service types weren't because the actual service wasn't working. It was yeah. the customer service that they had <laughs> or a problem with the bill. They were the yep. major complaints. Not that their stuff wasn't working. They were connected fine. It's that they they found that some people found it hard to communicate to, to get in touch with the telco. That was yeah. a big thing, especially with small businesses. Pretty hard to threaten the TIO if they won't answer the bloody phone at exactly the telco, right. isn't it? Yeah. So that that was that's still an issue though. The the complaints from small businesses actually increased year on year too. We should mention because uh, the the highest number of complaints since 2018 came from small businesses in this case, and they're saying that. The, the main complaint was they didn't have a working phone. So in the in the small business sense, it was about the actual service. Big they, deal, yeah. they never had a working phone. They never had an internet service. And I've had, you've had calls on the radio. I have as well. I'm going to switch my business from here to here. The NBN says it's going to be four months before I can yeah. connect again. So that's another area for complaint, but where they don't have that connection for their small business. And again, I think the small business is now starting to essentially hit the roadblocks that the consumers had four or five years ago. But, the telcos and the MN didn't fix the process outside of the consumers. So it, it is just a learning experience, but it's the best advice I ever give is just bloody complain yeah. about it. Drop, Actually drop, lodge a complaint. Drop their name. Yeah, yeah. So what uh, what service type do you reckon attracted the most complaints? What would your guess be there? Like is it is it a, is it a silly one like landline? No, no, the internet. Internet yeah. was well, the service type. Do you know what? I, I get the win there because the landline yeah. is the internet these days. <laughs> okay, fair enough. It accounted for 33.4% of complaints from residential consumers and small businesses. Yeah. Uh, but the level of these complaints did decrease by 7.1% again, uh, from the previous year. Yeah, right. Now, the next most complained service only by a fraction, was mobile phone services. So internet was 33.4% of all complaints. Mobile phone complaints were 33%. So just, ah. internet just shaved it out, just beat them for that one. But the mobile complaints was down 1.5%. So they had a bit of a bit of a drop. Landline complaints, you've mentioned, so they're technically not the same thing. Landline <laughs> complaints decreased by 18.3% and accounted for 11% of all complaints. That's a big drop. You know why, you know why they decreased by 18.3%? No. There's not many people have got landlines anymore. Exactly. They dropped them. That's why they decreased. If there's less landlines. You're landline, landline, don't you, you weirdo. I still have a landline, of course. you're an old man. They ring me through. I do a lot of my radio on the on the on uh, the landlines. You'd be surprised how many radio stations now have HD voice installed in their yeah, IP right. switches and the quality of the mobile. Yeah, right. Okay. Well, no, I've done I've done some of the mobile too, but I, I left it on there, mate. It was it cost me for hardly anything to have it, so I thought I'll have it. What about? I never used it. Spoken like a man who's doing very well. <laughs> ah, costly. It cost me hardly anything. You know, it's all good. Just a few bucks, mate. God, it's, it's, it's sweet, bruh. Yeah. <laughs> That's what you want to say. I don't mind having a landline. 
Oh. I, I can, but I can understand why. You know what? If, if if they said to me tomorrow you can't have a landline ever again, I'm thinking I wouldn't lose a minute sleep. You'd be like, think, really? Well, Are you okay. sure? And they'd be yeah. yes, and you're like, okay, fine, bye bye. <laughs> but yeah, every time. It, but the thing is though, every time it rings when I'm not expecting a call, I just assume it's a someone trying to someone trying to scam scammer. Me. Yeah. Although I have had a couple, I think I've got to change the number. You know how you can register your details. What's the number, Stephen? Media net and stuff like that. What's the number? I have got. To, I'm not going to tell you the number. You <laughs> I have had a couple of calls, and I'm thinking, "Hello," and they go, "Hi." It's from. Does it ring throughout agency. the whole house? Uh, no, just downstairs here. It's downstairs. Just like in your office. Yeah, in my office, and you could hear it just out in the living area there. Oh, you can. But no, the only landlines in my office here. You can't hear. There's no other handset in the outside. It's only here in my office. Just trying it's to all see, mine. Just trying to see whether I actually had it in my phone. So I've got my home number, mate. What about that? You don't have a home number either, do you? Now I'm almost offended. Why? What? You just go well. Well, yeah, you don't have my number. I'm like, oh yeah, fine, 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 fine. fine. <laughs> Why would you need my home number? I don't know. I've got a, a lot of numbers. Number. I got a lot of numbers. Need I got a you lot don't of numbers. Need it. Well, you got every email you've my ever wife sent. My wife was filthy. My wife was filthy that I let our landline landline number go. Really. Yeah, because when right. we moved here, we had a in top of this kind of area, we had a number that was um, the last four digits were long, L O N G. Ah, so what numbers do they correspond with? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but we, yeah, so I was working out. Okay, when, it would have been know, five, five, four, three, six, four, or something. No, five, double, six, four, five, double, six, four. Yeah, that's it. Five, double, six, four. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Okay. And so what was your prefix again? Or <laughs> you, don't, you don't have that number, do you, anymore? No, I, I wonder where you it rings can, now. You can tell us that number right now and it wouldn't matter. I could, but okay. what if I get it back one day? Ah, uh, you reckon because people are going to refer to episode 505 and think, oh, Trevor Long gave out his phone number on episode 505. Let's go back and, and we'll, well, we'll make what? a prank call. My phone number is really easy to find, I'll be honest. Speaking like, of prank calls, mate, have you, were you ever, as a kid, did you make some prank calls when you were younger or? Ring, ring. Hello, is your fridge running? <laughs> yes. Well, you better go and catch it. <laughs> oh, the, the the good one was, um, it was uh, is 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 Miss Miss Mrs. Wall there? <laughs> so I was just going to say, no. is Mr. Is Mr. Wall, there? Wall there? Is there any walls there? No. What's holding up the bloody house? <laughs> <laughs> you know, kids today miss out on this. Yeah. Like what pranks are they pulling? <laughs> and you know what? You know what I used to love when when you get them, they didn't blow up. They laughed. They go, "That was good. That was funny. I'll play that." They go, "I'll play that," and then they hang up. And you say, "Okay," and then you move on to the next one. The other one was how you. We talked about this before. How you answer the phone like with your phone number or something. But yes, like yeah. we we'd um someone the phone would ring, and if especially if you knew who it was, you'd be like Griffith City Morgue. You kill them, we chill them. <laughs> Yeah, I'd answer the thing. Uh, Pete, hello, Pizza Hut. What can we? What can we? You get kill him, we chill him. My brother did that. You and I kill just, him, we chill him. I lost it. I thought it was so funny. I still do. That's not bad. That's not bad. But it's like you can't answer a mobile like that because a no. mobile is is you. There's no mystery, eh? It's you no. know who's ringing you. You know yeah. who's calling. Yeah. So you can't if you get a random. If you get a random number, it's like you get a number that's not in your ex- address book. You could have a bit of fun, couldn't you? But it's most likely not your number, though. They know your number. That's exactly right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It's a, like in the in the old days, you could accident you could accidentally dial a, a wrong number and get the the Griffith City Mall. Yeah. And you they wouldn't what, yeah. answer you. Kill them, we chill them. But getting you know, a wrong number too, and 
you say they go the Yance fan go hello and they go oh can I, can I speak to Michelle please I said mate you got the wrong number and then they go oh, okay and then a minute later your phone rings again I said mate didn't you believe me the first time <laughs> they go oh, I thought I must have taken the number down wrong I said mate you've got me. that's twice you've called me now yeah send him a bill for, bill for your time no I did it no but anyway. well I don't know what we were talking about what but the, the details kids are missing out on today eh? the kids are oh, missing yeah. out. Do you ever tell? Yeah, do you ever regale your children with stories of you know playing knock and run and prank calls when you were a kid or what? Did oh, you I ever play t- knock and run either or not? Oh, um, my God! I've got to remember. We were standing at the front door the other day, and the girls, yeah. uh, Victoria and her friend Lulu, said something. I said knock and run to to her mother, and yeah. and the girls said, um, ring and ding or something. Oh, I've got to. I've got to. I'm going to have to find out tomorrow. But there was a term they used. For, yeah. for ringing a doorbell and running. Ah, right. Because like, I was going to say, video you know? doorbell has just really stuffed you for knock and run because yeah. they can film you. Yeah. Technology has ruined everything. We were sitting at the uh, at the dinner table tonight and I, uh, we were sitting there and Jack, we heard Homer Simpson in the next room. Yeah. And I went, what's that? Jackson goes, I've got tapped out running and it's my notifications. It's Homer Simpson. And I went, oh, far out. Like when I was a kid, it took me, Cost me a couple of bucks, and it took me half an hour to download Dolt off the internet. Yeah, <laughs> and they that, went. And Vic, Victoria goes, "What?" I said, "The first I can remember the first week I was on the internet in 1995, yeah. connecting to Aussie Mail. Um, I found a website you could download Simpson Sounds. So you'd search I had the same thing. Simpson Sounds, yeah. and you would. The, the thing was, you'd dial up through Aussie Mail using Trumpet Windsock, and you'd access a links browser, text browser, no, no video, no photos, no nothing." And it'd be dolt or um, donut. Eat my thoughts, yeah. And and you'd click on it, and it would download. Now, actually, this is the early days of the cloud because it would download to your home home file on on a Unix server, and you couldn't you couldn't play the sound. You'd have to disconnect and use a different software program from Aussie Mail, which allowed you not to get on the internet, but to get onto your home site on their yeah. system. And so then you could download it onto your computer and click a button and go, don't, don't. <laughs> I, said, I said that was two phone yeah. calls. There's 40 cents. It was probably 30 yeah. minutes to an hour on the internet. That's probably a dollar fifty because you paid by the hour. And Victoria yeah. went, you paid by the hour? What? Harry yeah. said, you got to pay for that? I went, we pay for the internet today. <laughs> and and I said, you got to make two yeah. phone calls. She goes, phone calls? I went, it was all connected via the phones. Oh, and then get this, the little shit. Harry goes, oh, we went to the Telstra Museum and saw that. Oh. And I went, oh, way to put me <laughs> in the museum, you little no, bugger. Mate. mate, the sound I downloaded first up, and I, I too was on the, in 1995, was uh, Star Wars sounds. <laughs> so I had, like, the lightsaber sound. I had my classic shutdown sound was the was C-3PO in the original Star Wars. <laughs> No, no, C three PO. He could speak, and oh, he right, would exactly. say the, the scene where the scene where Luke has just met Obi Wan Kenobi, and and it's C three PO saying, "Sir, if you won't be needing me, I'll be sh- I'll close down for a while." Mate, that, that would have my... taken forever to download. Yes, it did, and that that was my sound when my Mac powered down. That was the noise it played. You would have needed a you would have needed a fourteen by fourteen four modem, mate. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I had a fourteen. I've got a modem yeah. here, which is. It was uh, a, I think it was a. It was a D Link. I think it might have been D Link modem. Mate, this modem here, I've got this. I'm showing Stephen. This is a thirty three six. Oh wow! 
right? Not 14 4, 33 6. Was it a 28.8? 28.8? 28.8 and then 33.6 and then 50, 52 or something like that. Yeah. But the funny thing is about this specific actual box, this this very, very unit, I had about 100 of these because yeah. because I've talked about it before. I started the Dragnet internet services out in June in Griffith. And when I when I found the premises in Griffith, it was the Tandy Electronics, Dick Smith, no, Dick Smith Electronics. Downstairs, he had there was enough phone pairs we could get twenty phone lines in. Just power up twenty of these modems, power it plugged into the phone line, and if you dialed the number for the internet provider back then, you could get a busy signal because everyone else was on the internet yeah. because there was only twenty modems or whatever it was. Yeah, like, yeah right. far I remember out, man. That too. I remember being on the internet and then getting getting someone call and saying, well, "Who the hell? Where, where, how long have you been talking on the phone for?" I said, "I was on the internet." They go, "The what?" Well, that's why I got my What's own. That? I got a second line at my oh, place. Oh, jeez. You were yeah. doing very well back then as well. As a kid, smashing yeah. it. Yeah. Anyway, we were talking about telco complaints and the details of that are at techguide.com. <laughs> Everything about tech you never wanted to know. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech. And we do it all thanks to the good people at uh, Netgear who uh, provide you all your great home networking solutions. If you haven't got a mesh Wi-Fi solution, you don't have the best Wi-Fi. Um, if you're paying for great MBN speed, but at the other end of the house, it's not so fast or there's none at all, that's because you don't have a mesh Wi-Fi system. Mesh Wi-Fi system provides a dome of Wi-Fi over your whole home through a router and a satellite device. And the Netgear Orbi range is best in the business. And uh, we, we swear by them, not just because they're sponsors of this show and have been for 505 episodes, but because it works. Um, that's what we use. That's what we recommend. And uh, we have uh, uh, never had a problem with anyone we've recommended it to. So get yourself a Netgear Orbi for the best Wi-Fi you can imagine all throughout your home. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennec. Just a little bit of stolen thunder this morning from TCL on uh, on a day when Apple's trying to get a lot of attention for their iPhone. Um, TCL come out and announce uh, what the sixth phone in just a few months, the TCL twenty R five G. Now the yeah. twenty means it's you know it's, it's this year's series. There's been a series of phones, the LSE, the there's so many of them, Pro, lots of different phones. But this one, a little bit lightweight, a little bit plasticky feel to it, Stephen. But still a 6.4-inch screen um, and 5G connectivity. $349 at Harvey Norman, Mobile City, all those places. But Vodafone's launching it with a postpaid deal locked to the Vodafone network at $299, the cheapest 5G phone in Australia. Yeah, I think, you know what? I reckon it was smart releasing this the week of the iPhone. So Spot on, yeah. Because, you know, not everyone's going to buy an iPhone. This no. really highlights the fact that if you're not if you're not willing to spend two thousand dollars on a new phone or fifteen hundred dollars on a new phone, there are alternatives to spending that sort of money. The and, fact and at the is, other end, if, you are getting a lot of pretty solid features for your money. If you're not looking yeah. for cinematic mode and macro photography or whatever it is, yeah, and you are someone who does take photos of the kids, you might even share them on Instagram or Facebook. Um, you check your emails, you're downloading the QR app, you're downloading other apps, you might have been playing words with friends, whatever the heck you're doing. Unless you are telling me that you take professional photos, you shoot videos, you edit them yeah. on the device, the TCL 20R 5G is all you need, and it's 350 bucks. And when you think what you get, so you get, it's got a, a, a 6.52 inch okay. screen. 
Yep. With a, with a, also, with a very small um, little notch, little notch up notch. the top yeah, the for, v, uh, for the, the front-facing camera. It, yeah. So it's got 90% screen-to-body ratio. And you got to remember, TCL make displays, don't forget. Yeah. So you've got the next vision technology. The screen looks really nice. Plus, on top of that, you've got the triple, the 13-megapixel triple camera system as well with AI on board. And you've got the fingerprint reader for added security, face ID if you want it as well. And... This is a feature I really like. Is the it's got NFC, yeah. NFC, so you can make Google payments. You consider what we're the world we're living in right now, where not only you need to scan a QR code, but sometimes you need to pay. It's contactless payment. You can't pay cash. So this can connect you to Google Pay as well. The fact that Vodafone is ranging this is actually um, an important critical moment for TCL because you've got to remember TCL Mobile um, up until two years ago was the manufacturer of Alcatel phones, uh, BlackBerry branded phones are in their in their final years but TCL with their own phone the Plex in 2019 10 series last year this is their this is them trying to say we're TCL people know our brand we make good stuff and so for Vodafone to say yeah you do and we're going to range it is actually a really yeah. critical step and I think it's it shows they're going to be able to make that headway at the telco level because I know there's a big portion of the market that go to the JBs and the like, and they buy direct there. And they'll be there, and they are there. But at the telco level, it's critical to be able to say, oh, so you're just signing up to a plan. If you've got a phone, do you want a new one? It's $300, 350 yeah. bucks, whatever it is. Like, that's a big deal to tick that box for telcos. Absolutely. And and if you aren't shopping at Vodafone, you are paying $50 more at Harvey Norman and Officeworks. Yeah. Two of the biggest tech distributors in the country uh, are offering this as well as an outright purchase. And, you know, how many times I've given this advice, you have given this advice on the radio where people are looking for an affordable phone that's, you know, they, they don't want it to be too complicated. They want it to still be able to run apps, scan the QR code, do those sorts of things. They don't want to spend a thousand bucks. So this plays right into that audience. And and I think the quality of it is, I think, if I, if I were to show this to people and say, right, just have a look at this phone and yeah. tell me what you reckon you'd pay for that. I reckon you'd get people saying, "Oh, 700, 800. Yeah, they wouldn't say two two nine nine or three forty nine. No, they're definitely not going to come close. They're they're not going to get within fifty percent of this thing. It's a quality look. As I said, when you hold it in your hand compared to say the the twenty Pro five G, um, you can feel that it's a it's a plasticky finish as opposed to a kind of a yeah. more metallic finish. You can see that as well. The screen, you can you can see the chin at the bottom. There's a lot of little things like that, but on its own, sitting on its own, looking at the brightness of the screen, the picture quality, even the camera quality. It's got a triple lens camera on the back. Mate, it's yeah. a spectacular thing. And and it's it's not meant to replace Alcatel, by the way. Alcatel still will exist in the 99 and 199 range. This is TCL's simple uh, attack at being in the, the entry-level 5G market because Oppo and Realme both have 379 or 377 price yeah. phones. So there are the TCLs able to come and go. No, no, we're better. We're cheaper. That's us. We're good. Yeah, I think it's it's kind of like my approach to this was it's bringing five G to the masses. It's for, yeah. for, for like a year ago you could you could have said well five G is only for re- people who want to spend a bit of money on a phone. Fast forward twelve months later, you can now get five G for under three hundred bucks. Then that's come a long way, and the and the reach of five G networks. And don't make any smart-ass comments about me not having 5G. I still don't have 5G. Oh, have 5G. you not got 5G? I didn't know that. No, I don't have it here quite at the moment. I've got it here. But, um, yeah, I'm sure you do, Trevor. I've got it at the office too. <laughs> 
So, but for, for a lot of people where fast, even. they really do lose seventy five percent of the population apparently has access to five G. So you get like hundreds of, of megabits a second on five G, mate. It's really good. <laughs> yeah, that's very good, mate. <laughs> that's really good. Very you funny, know, with yeah. the marketing that Telstra is putting behind five G, that's see. I'm not going to lie. I, I don't have a need for 5G. It doesn't tickle my fancy in a, in a big way. But because of the way Telstra is marketing it, they're making it a desirable thing. And that's why it's genius to be in this space yes. uh, for TCL. So a great-looking phone, the TCL20R 5G, 299 at Vodafone, 349 Officeworks, Harvey Norman, and more. You can find the details at techguide.com.au and eftm.com. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech. Well, the GoPro Hero 10 has just been launched and we've we've had it in our hands for a couple of weeks. And this is one of those products that you think to yourself, what are they going to do from year to year? How the hell are you going to improve this one year to the next? And <laughs> up until now, the improvements have been pretty incremental, pretty small. But I've found, I don't know about you, but I've found the Hero 10 has really stepped up new processor double the frame rates. It's just just overall slicker and easier to navigate, faster to navigate. And, you know, I, really I think of age. we'll talk about this on Friday when we uh, do the Apple iPhone show, thanks to Telstra. But this is an S product, okay? The iPhone 13 is a 12S every day of the week. Yeah. Right? It's incremental. The GoPro Hero 10 is a Hero 9S in Apple terms. But, because it looks the same. Is that what I say? It, it looks, looks the, the same. same. It's incremental. It's about speed. Yeah. Mate, I don't really give a rat's that you've added more frame rates. The biggest <laughs> thing about this was the processor speed on the touchscreen. That yeah. touchscreen yeah. on the Hero 8, the Hero 9, that, like, it was okay, but it was like sometimes you'd swipe and nothing would happen. Sometimes you'd tap on it and nothing would happen. You'd swipe and it would be like five seconds before it would actually do the swipe. So what they've done is they've added a responsive screen and chip together which makes yeah. this an actually it's performing the way you would have expected it to perform in years gone by and and as we've seen in previous year or last year the the price if you get it with a subscription is $150 cheaper than if you get without which, a subscription which so makes still utterly no sense get to a, me right get I, a subscription I said this, but the subscription's free that's, this is the point is it makes no sense that they're selling something. It locks, it locks people into the ecosystem. It, they're giving yeah. you for seven forty nine, you get the product with no subscription. For 600 yeah. bucks, you get the product, which includes a free 12-month <laughs> subscription. <laughs> and you, so you're not, you're not paying 600 and then the, the first-year subscription. You get the ah, first-year subscription. It's included, yeah. They're yeah. just assuming that you won't cancel. It's, it's, it's yeah. the most confusing deal of all. All time, I swear to God. I just think they want they want people to be using their app. They want people because when when you have the subscription service, it does have the cloud storage, unlimited storage of original quality video and photos. Yeah. And with the ten, when it's connected to power, it it's, does automatically upload to the cloud. So yeah. then you can use the quick app, and then suddenly you you access to all your content. You can edit, share it, whatever you want to do with it. So I think they want to they want to get you into the their ecosystem and keep you there. Yeah, 
and look, and the other big advance. If you had a, if you already had a subscription, yeah, you can say I've already got a subscription, and you'll still get it for six hundred. You won't yeah. be paying more. The other big advance for me, horizon leveling is now at forty-five degree angle, so you can have the camera on a full angle, and it still looks level. And it's the yeah. most remarkable technology. It does very, very well. It is good. I, I noted in my review, and look, not that I went surfing or anything with it. Not much you can do in lockdown to test out a bloody GoPro, but yeah. I found that sometimes it looked a bit rubbery, you know, the, you know, how it, it was sort of trying to overcompensate for yeah. the horizon leveling. It looked a little bit rubbery, but depends on what you do, I suppose. What are you doing that's rubbery? Oh, you know, like the horizon would sort of be like bouncy. You know what I'm saying? Like I know what you're be, saying. I was yeah. To, I was trying to insinuate. Yeah, okay. What am I doing that's rubbery? I was riding uh-huh. a scooter. I stuck it to the top of my car and drove around and went on some roads and it, it was I made as, as limited as I could. It's not like I go out in the in the in the wilderness with it and test it out properly. That was all I could manage. When was the last time you went in the wilderness? A while. <laughs> yeah. The wilderness is. Uh, I'm stuck five k radius of my house, mate. Oh, so very good. Wilderness in my. I know no. you. You live in the country. You got a lot of wilderness around where you live. All right, mate. There's no. There was no need for that. All right. <laughs> yeah, old man. Um, if you're looking for for the details of the GoPro Hero Ten, you can find them. At both of our websites, techguide.com.au is where you'll find Stephen's musings and mine are at EFTM.com. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech. Two Blokes Talking Tech is proudly supported by our good friends at Arlo. And you know what? Arlo Pro 4 has 160-degree field of view, 2K resolution, and color night vision. Now, you might have seen an opposing product here. The Google Nest Cam recently released... And it only has a 130-degree field of view, 1080p, and regular night vision. Yeah. So the benefit regular. here is more area covered with the Arlo Pro 4, clearer details, particularly when you zoom in. A lot of people don't know you can pinch the zoom on, on the camera there and see in more detail. And also the colors at night. So if you can see, if you can describe to the police what color top the the person that was lurking near your front door was wearing if you had the other the it was a star wars shirt you can just say that it was i think it was black or white that's all you kind of got there (laughs) but you know in its price range you can't go past the arlo pro 4 and like i I review a lot of other security cameras but the one i end up using and having in my home all the time is Arlo. It's the best value all round, best in class features at a great price. Works with Google, Alexa, Apple HomeKit, IFTTT, Smart Things, all of them. So how can you go past that? And if, if I'm sure you're the same, mate. You're an Arlo person too. You got your what you. I've said before. I love the fact cameras. that I can look at them up on the Apple TV. I love the fact that I can integrate the the sensor movements with other other things using IFT. So there's some great stuff that you can do with those ecosystems. So, yeah, Arlo Pro 4, it is the best in class. If you want to find out more, check it out at arlo.com. Everything about tech you never wanted to know. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech. I'd like to say it's past my bedtime, but we were up playing Call of Duty at this hour recently. So Yeah, yeah I was. Well, you were too. We both had a game. That's what I said. We were together. Yeah, you were still like, well, we stayed up to 1 o'clock in the morning playing game of Call of Duty. Steve and I were up together at 1am gaming. That, that was doesn't great. sound dodgy at all. Yeah. We were playing uh, what we call a Judy Vanguard, the beta. Yeah. That was great. I didn't mind it. Mate, Far Cry, yeah. very soon. 
Yeah, actually, um, I'm uh, I'm going to put my name down for a code. Can you play that as a co-op thing or? Uh, you should be. Able, yeah, actually, you can do the campaign co-op. Ah, they so do the story. Do Let's do, do that. Story, yeah. I'm going to anyway. get a code. When is that out? This week? Uh, it's out early October, but uh, reviews, I believe, will begin next week. Aha. Uh-huh. I'm registering for that. Hit them up. Hit them up. Now, Absolutely. last year, I when the pandemic literally was just starting and we were about to go into lockdown, I drove to my mum's pub and helped her out with, took a bunch of photos of food and stuff, so we'd have some social media content that we could use over the course of the pandemic. But I also took with me a Facebook portal. Mum's got a Facebook account, but she doesn't do video calling. She doesn't know any of that stuff. But yep. I set up the Facebook portal in the pub. I set up one here in the in the kids' games room. So my kids could just tap a button and ring grandma. And it was very cool. It's such Through a cool Facebook. device yep. using Facebook or WhatsApp, but in this case, Facebook, to make video calls. Okay. Now, they've just announced a range of updates um, that include things like it's actually now, uh, I think, Microsoft Teams compatible. So you yeah. can actually link your team. So you can do a Teams meeting via the portal. Awesome. That's coming uh, later in uh, in December. But they've released a couple of new ones. Uh, $279, I think it is, for the for the Portal Go, which is a small 10-inch. Uh, no, it's actually small. Not 10 inches, not small, but it's portable. Yeah. Um, so it's battery-powered, so you can actually take it anywhere in the house. So let's uh, say so you can take it to where the kids are playing and just sit it down so they can talk to people. That's very cool. And it still does the same thing. Great audio, great speakers, and a, and a kind of follow-me effect, kind of like what Apple's done now with Center Stage on the iPads. Yeah, right. Which is cool. Could I ask, though? Could yep. I ask? In the fair income department, yep. are people going to choose a Facebook portal over an a, a, a Echo or a, a Lenovo display or another smart speaker? Or, or is the strength of this product the fact that it's backed by a massive platform like Facebook? I think the strength of this product is simplicity. Right. So you, you, you're not, you don't have to buy into a new ecosystem by signing up for Alexa or setting up Google Home and all that. You've just got to set it up with your Facebook account. And I think a lot of people, especially the older generation, yeah, Facebook's what they've easy, got, right? Yeah. Path of least resistance, eh? Hey? Yeah, it's good. Yeah, spot on. There's a new one called the Portal Plus, which is a 14-inch screen. Wow, um, that's, that's, like, that's, that's crazy, so crazy it's a big. a smart speaker too, or what? Is it just the one one so pony, or it does it, everything it's, else too? It, it's, it's also a digital photo frame, but it can have Alexa. Um, oh. So it can, be, it can be an Alexa as well. Alexa, okay. Yeah. So it's a, it's a very good little device. The Portal Plus is like $519. The sleeper for me is actually the Portal TV. This has been around for a little while. 229 bucks. It's just a it's like the Microsoft Kinetic camera or the yep. PlayStation camera sitting near your TV. And so you've got your video conferencing up on the big screen. That's smart. Yeah, there's some good, good stuff. Good time um, to be releasing that with all the video calls that we've been doing. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. It's, it's probably it's still an okay time. I don't think video calling is disappearing anytime soon. I think yeah. video calling is staying with us no matter how oh, far this pandemic goes. We've realised how much we can do without being where we need to be. We can do stuff, so much stuff virtually. Yeah. I think it's going to be absolutely here to stay. Yeah. So it's going to be kind of a 50-50 deal, mate. There's going to be a lot of – you'll be able to choose whether you want to do it virtually or in person. Yeah. And um, yeah. it'll be interesting to see how that plans out with our work as well. So yeah. the, the new portal devices, you can read about those at eftm.com and portal.facebook.com is where they sell them direct. They're, they're a good product, mate. You know, you've really got to be in the Facebook ecosystem at both ends. And but who think, is it? Let's face it. But I think that's why also they're, they're opening up that kind of MS Teams integration and stuff like that. Yep. That could get quite interesting for a lot of people. So okay. all the details at eftm.com. 
Everything about tech you never wanted to know. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech. Well, let's wrap it up with the new LG QNED mini LED TV range. They've just announced their pricing and availability, of course, in 4K and 8K. 65-inch, 75-inch, and 86-inch sizes. Yeah. And you know what? I, don't, I reckon the prices are actually not bad. But the, the lower entry-level price, 65-inch Q&A. So this is, this is mini LED. Yep. So 4K is obviously entry, but 65-inch. It's got of all the bells and whistles, latest technology, can have up to 2,400 dimming zones to give you that added contrast and clarity. 4679. It's a lot of money for to, a TV still. But for an eight for an eighty-six inch eight K TV, <laughs> so let's go to the opposite end, ten thousand seven nine nine. Let's call that nine triple nine at retail. Under ten grand for an eighty-six inch eight K TV. What do you think about that? Eighty-six six inch eight K mini LED TV. Yeah. I think you're right. That that's gonna hit side by side and Probably be a better picture than Samsung's nine thousand dollar TV, right? That's well, and you got to remember just just to be clear, this is the QNED. This is an OLED. OLED is totally separate category. This no, is but see, that's the great thing, LED right? You look TV. at Samsung's Neo QLED. Yep. Up against this, they should be side by side. Yes. OLED should be one one step above them. Correct. And with this one, you you've got as I said, those, those with the mini LED, it just adds all those extra dimming zones does really pump up the accuracy of the We need color. to see the prices yeah. that hit in retail. Because if you go to JB oh. right now, you can get a C1 um, OLED for 65-inch th- for three and a half grand. Yeah. So it's $1,000 yeah. more for the mini LED. I think that's wrong. The OLED should be more, right? Well, I think, well, is that the 55 or 65-inch 65, 65. Okay. Yeah, right. Well... This this has uh, it does have the Alpha the Gen the Gen nine I think or the the processor on board. All right. So you've got that. You got the Web Web OS six. So you got the so the the A nine Alpha Gen four. It's A nine Alpha Gen four and A seven Gen four as well. AI processing. So it does all the upscaling. If you've got an eight K TV, does all the upscaling for you. Yep. Uh, have has of course all the streaming apps. So Netflix, Disney Plus, Stan, Amazon Prime. Apple TV Plus, Optus Sports. Well, let me sports, let me make this really simple, Stephen. Oh, you've got ten grand. You want a TV that's over eighty inches, and you're presented with two options, right? First one is the eight K eighty six inch. Yep. QNED. Yes. Second one, yep. the four K eighty three inch OLED at eight and a half grand. Yeah, eighty-three inch for eight and a half. Yep. OLED. Yep. I'd probably go OLED. Yeah, so would I. But the QNED LG eighty-six inch four K TV is eight three nine nine. See, so let's call it. Let's call that seven triple nine, right? Yeah. So that's so the thing. Reckon, it's, it's, would you pay the extra two K to get the eight or eight K? In that case, no, I wouldn't. You'd stick with the four K. It's a lot of money. What, a lot of spend extra. The 2K extra if you've got eight grand, have you got ten grand? Is that how it works? You're rich. I don't know. Is it if you've got eight grand, is it is it easy to go to ten? I don't know. Is it I, I don't know. I think in some cases it's worth just paying the bit extra to get the better product. 
Yeah. That's kind of my thinking. I'm well, thinking, well, I think then go back to my original. The other one. So let's let's go like for like. Uh, the QNED 4K 86-inch yeah. compared yeah. to the OLED uh, 4K 83-inch yeah. is $100 more for the OLED, but let's assume that this uh, is going to be dropped down to 799 so it's $500 more for an OLED. Mate, you go on OLED. You go OLED for sure. That's yeah. a, that's LG's problem. Yeah. They're good, better, best. Good being LED, better being mini LED, best being OLED. OLED, There's yeah. not enough gap in the ladder. Yeah, but I, I think, too, it's like, like I know we love OLED and a lot of people do, but it's still very subjective. I think a lot of people might think, yeah, well, I reckon that's better. The, 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 and you've, so we've seen this, the mini LED, the QLED. Well, hang on. Amazing. Breaking news. Yeah. Oh, my God. They're, can I just stop you for a minute? They're not. It's not in the pricing, but there's on the JB Hi-Fi website. Oh, sorry, it's ninety nine. I'm look. I thought it was a ninety nine inch, but it's it's the QNED ninety nine is like a model number. Yeah, that's number. the model number. Yeah. The eighty six inch eight K is eight thousand and ninety five dollars. What? So that's two and a half less than the RRP they recommended. Wow. Which is such a pain in the ass. So the QNED eighty six inch eight K LG TV is eight what at JB? Eight oh nine five. What? So it's two thousand seven hundred cheaper. So what did I say earlier? Eighty three wow. inch OLED for eight thousand three hundred. Didn't I say? Yeah. The eighty six inch four K QNED six thousand and ninety five. Wow. wow. That's two thousand three hundred dollars less than the RRP they published today. Jeez, which LG's I'm RRP just going to say, Steve. Uh, and listen, uh, mum, dad, if the kids are listening, Uncle Trevor's going to say a naughty word. Okay? <laughs> Kiddies, just rush off and get yourself a drink of water. Now that we're alone, that pisses me off. <laughs> All right? The RRP does. Yep. Or the, pisses yeah. me off. Because they oh, know. Yeah. that's that's yeah. It's as annoying as Canon and Nikon not telling you prices these days. Yes. You know what? You knew what the, what the retail prices were going to be. You should have just told us. You know, the RRP is this, but we're, we're seeing it at retail for less at, at this. This is what they should do. I reckon they should bring the NBN rule in. You know, they should say, look, the recommended retail price is this, but typical evening speeds is this. Yes. That's what they should, should do. should be in TV marketing. Yeah. Yes. In fact, I'm declaring it from this point on. I'm going to send this note to the team. I'm yeah. not publishing RRPs for TVs ever again. Okay. Big call. Stuff them. It's so but, annoying because this is – but that's it's why they're RRPs. People, they're mate, recommended retail prices. They're not the price. They're recommended prices. Right. I'm not even going to go to Harvey Norman, but I bet you they're the same price. Yeah. The fact is, this is not discounting. This is the launch price. Yeah. This was it's announced doing business. today. Yeah. It was announced today. Yeah. Wow. So... Uh, by the way, the entry level, let me find it for you, 65-inch 4K QNED, $3,395. That's $1,300 cheaper. Wow. $4,295 down from six grand. Six oh nine five down from eight three. The cheapest wow. 8K LG QNED TV at 65 inches is $3,995. Wow, that's almost 2000 cheaper than the RRP. No, I'm talking about the 65 inch. 96. Oh, the 96. Inch. Okay. 96, yeah. Four How seven. much is it? 4.7 yeah. down to 3.9. Wow. 
So, so okay, nearly a thousand, like eight hundred dollars cheaper. The yeah. sixty-five inch uh, 8K, 8K QND ninety-nine, yeah, RRP five seven five nine is actually yep. just four nine nine nine. Wow, so that's another eight hundred dollar saving. No, four two nine five, four two nine five. Wow, fifteen hundred dollars. Oh, it pays to shop, doesn't it? It pays to shop around. Pays to not listen and to yeah, bloody LG I'll, announcing I'll, prices. I'll never pay attention to RRPs ever again. Far out. But see, it makes people think they're getting a deal, but they're not. Because on day yeah. one, the prices were too why, why grand. Why would an LG have a lower RRP then? Just to make it seem like they're a better deal. Why would they do that? I don't know. Man. Or is there some sort of thing that the stores like to sort of have that sort of, uh, you know, uh, under-promise and over-deliver type of reaction from the customer? They think, only, oh, wow. Only if the RRP is this much and they're selling it for this much, it makes us look good. Only someone in the industry could help us with that question. We but what about this? Harvey that. Norman does not have the products on their website yet. Whoa, really? So JB have them listed as coming soon. Harvey Norman do not have them listed. Wow. So Harvey now know the prices because they're on the JB website. Well, they'd be mad to have prices higher than that, wouldn't you think? Yes, they would. They'd, they'd be identical when they eventually hit the website. So annoying. Wow. All right, details. Uh, ignore the pricing, but the details of the products <laughs> are at techguide.com.au and eftm.com. The prices are at JB Hi-Fi. It's as simple as that. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech. I better edit this and put it up so that there's a buffer between when this goes live and when we publish the iPhone uh, podcast episode. Thanks to the good people at Telstra. So we yeah. can't do it at the Telstra Experience Centre. We still have to do it remotely because Stephen is... Just massively locked down. You're not actually anymore, are you? You've got the well, you've got the same no, rules as us. Still five k's from your house. I mean, you still got that rule five yeah, k's within your LGA. But that's for recreation. The essential worker stuff is was ah. the, was the kicker. So is that an essential thing that we can do, or well, they wouldn't let us in their office anyway. They're all still working from home anyway. Oh, I don't want to go to Telstra. I want you to go you to come up here and we'll record. Oh, okay. I see. You want me to come to you? I'll right. come to you as well. Okay. Let's investigate well, we that. We can't quite do that yet, though, can we? Maybe a couple of weeks we can. Uh, I guess it's not Get far back to off. playing golf again. By the way, one of our readers um, has uh, – he's a member of uh, Strathfield. He's asked yes, me for I a bit of tech that. advice, and he says, uh, you know, I saw I'm, a that email, yeah. Yeah, I'm a member. Uh, happy to you to come play at uh, – at, at, uh, was it Strathfield or Concord? Or Concord Golf Club. I don't know. So, um, yeah. One other thing too, with um, we've and we we should give our movie podcast a bit of a plug. The best movies you've never seen. Yep. I did really enjoy the latest comment from someone who left a rating. Oh. And they referred to me as Jeff the entire time. They thought my name is Jeff Fennick instead of Stephen Fennick. So you don't Jeff, get you Jeff don't get that much at all, Jeff. do you? No. Yeah. <laughs> I got a call this week saying you do a podcast with Mario. I went no, no, I don't. <laughs> um, yeah. Thanks for listening. Not quite, yeah. Jeff is really passionate. This is a great <laughs> review on movies. I can tell Jeff is really passionate. Good on you, Trevor. You're reviewing some of these movies. He calls me Jeff three times. Yeah. Thanks anyway, mate. But get the name right next time. Love the rating, but just get my name right. He's a regular right? too, Slade 12. He's a regular. Good on oh, you, Slade. Have fun. another drink, Slade. Oh, Stephen doesn't take God me on being, being referred to as, as either a brother or uh, someone who's not related oh. at all. Yeah, I, I get it a lot, mate. People like, because they 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 hear Fennec and they think, oh, Jeff Fennec, Mario Fennec. They just say, how many times have people said to me, oh yeah, thanks, Mario. I said that's actually Stephen just says, I'm the third Fennec. Yeah, I'm the other one. 
The other one. Anyway, Stephen. Do you reckon people referring to Mario call him Stephen sometimes? No. Yeah, I don't think so. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, mate. Yeah. Okay. Hey, go the Rabbitohs. Yes, mate. Yes. I'm rooting for a Rabbitohs Panthers grand final. And, mate, just quietly, Parramatta was robbed. Thanks, mate. Parra was robbed against Penrith. The trainer who stopped the game when Penrith were on the ropes, Parramatta attacking their line, that trainer has not only been suspended, but the club's been fined $25,000. That could have decided the game. Disgraceful is what I call that. Wow. Yeah. So para, I know a lot of para supporters, and they they are they were hurting after that loss because it was it was honestly it's funny because I wasn't massively was hurting. I was just play. disappointed yeah. because it, it went so close, and like Amanda was going, "Oh, sucked in." I'm like, "Babe, I didn't expect to be this close, yeah. this far into the game." So I'm they, just happy we, they, we did they could, it. They could have they could have won the game. So they were on their line, and the trainer decided to stop the game. Call to the referee well, to stop the all game. All the more reason why I want the Panthers to get to the grand final and for the South Sydney Rabbitohs to smash them. Yes, me too. Me too. Good call. All right, mate. Talk to you next week. Bye, right buddy. Everything about tech you never wanted to know. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech.